Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, episode 476, January 11th, 2023. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you guys know that I am your host, Blockchain John, and we do have a coin tree with all of our crypto links. If you guys want to help donate to our platform, I totally messed up. Why did I mess that up? That's so horrible. Why? We got to do that again. Let's do that again. Take two. How did I mess that up? Maybe I was going too, too fast. All right, here we go. Ready? Five, four, three. Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, and this is episode 476. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And before we get started, I want to plug in our coin tree ahead of time before I forget. If you guys want to help donate to the C3 Media, we do have a Bitcoin address, Ethereum address, Ethereum address, Raven address, uh, uh, Evermore address, which those are asset aware as well. Toss some asses our way. That's pretty cool. Dogecoin, Tron, Litecoin, Monero, Bat, BSC, and Matic. Definitely come hang out with us in Discord. Discord, Discord, Discord. That's where you can find me all day, every day. We do have a YouTube channel. Check us out there. We are on Twitter all the time, so come hang out with us there. Twitch, I am live streaming on Twitch right now. Hello, everybody on Twitch. Hi. All right, and what else? We got Spotify, Anchor Podcast. Hang out with us there. Or check out check us out on odyssey all right so cryptonauts let's go ahead and get started with the crypto news of the day all right the first one we have is crypto twitter reacts to official game of thrones nfts worst thing i've ever seen okay <laughs> this is this is hilarious the game of thrones official nft collection collection dubbed build your realm has completely sold out just seven hours after its release yesterday on Nifty's NFT marketplace. The high demand for these collectibles might have been easy to predict due to the popularity of the show and its new spin-off series, House of the Dragon, but many are now comparing the quality of the collections art to the eighth season of the HBO series, A Major Letdown. The first series of the collection first announced in November is a collaboration between Nifty's and Daz3D, a digital production company that designed and developed the non-fungible tokens. Each NFT minted on the Palm blockchain in Ethereum-compatible sidechain developed specifically for NFTs features various elements from the Game of Thrones universe allowing collectors to create their own unique realms and avatars. Distribution of the NFTs came via a pre-sale of 3,450 hero boxes and then a public sale of 1,500 hero boxes four hours later. Each hero box costs $150 and roughly around 0.11 ETH and includes one hero avatar, three story cards, and nine resource cards. The controversy surrounding the NFT launch has been twofold. Issues with the mint and mocking the comically poor avatars. So, in regards to the whole issues with minting, people are buying these and they weren't getting them up front, right? So, people are getting furious. Like, what's going on? I paid for these mints. Why aren't they in my wallet? And, you know, uh, Nithy was like, you know, we're, 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 we're pausing it right now until we can get this uh, the congestion fixed. And uh, people are getting upset about that. On the other end of the spectrum, people are actually making memes of, of these NFTs because they're hilarious. I don't know if you guys caught on, 
uh, I have to, I guess I have to describe this for the podcast uh, listeners, but uh, these avatars are just insane. Their hands, their, their fingers are like, what is that? Each finger, each digit on their finger is like, like, what is that? 10, 12 inches long. It's so deformed. Their hands are, they're like claws are so deformed, right? So people on Twitter are just just making memes out of this. It's hilarious. Check this out. So Brian right away uh, tweets these out. He goes, bruh. And then you got all these memes, right? Check this out. WTF is this? Game of Thrones NFTs? Look at those hands. Look at that. What the heck is that? Claws. You know, look at that. LMAO, WTH. Fingaroos. A bunch of fingaroos. Yes, fingaroos. Check that out. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's kind of great in a way, kind of bullish to be honest. Uh, no. Please tell me it's on chain. Please tell me it's on chain. So lazy. I like rusty spoons. Don't Homer. Homer's telling Marge, "Don't touch me. Your hands feel like salad tongs." <laughs> Whack, LMAO. Mm-mm-mm. Take my strong hand. Take my strong hand. <laughs> oh, man. Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. You are hilarious. All right. So that's what's going on with that. It is what it is. You know, people are buying them. They did sell out. That's all they care about, right? But that, to me, is actually whoever whoever the artist of that is, is that's garbage. That's 100% garbage. You know, I, I wouldn't buy that. That's just, no, no. All right, moving on to the next news article. We have Treasury dodges questions from congressmen over tornado cash. Now, if you guys haven't heard, there was a ban in the United States over tornado cash. If you're an American citizen, you cannot use tornado cash in the States. So Congressman Tom Emmer says, you know what? I want to find out what's going on. So here we go. The Treasury Department has refused to answer a Republican lawmaker's question about blacklisting of coin mixer tornado cash. Congressman Tom Emmer wrote a letter to the Department of Treasury five months ago asking a number of questions surrounding its tornado cash ban, noting that, quote, technology is neutral and expectation of privacy is normal. And I totally agree with that. Tornado Cash is a popular, quote, coin mixer app that allows people to anonymously send and receive Ethereum, the second biggest digital asset by market cap. But the Department of Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control, OFAC, banned U.S. citizens from using it last August, claiming that criminals were using it to launder dirty funds. Quote, because Tornado Cash remains the subject of active litigation, it would not be appropriate for Treasury to comment further on the entity's designation at this time. Assistant Secretary for Legislative Affairs at the Treasury, Jonathan Davidson, said in a Monday letter to Emmer, posted by the Republican lawmaker today. Emmer responded by saying in a tweet that tools like Tornado Cash are necessary for crypto transactions in order to preserve the same kind of privacy people expect from cash. He called the Treasury's move to ban the app a destructive policy decision. The congressman had initially asked Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen to explain why the department had sanctioned a decentralized app rather than a centralized entity operated by people and pointed out that 
anonymizing software isn't subject to Bank Secrecy Act obligations. There you go. I totally agree with him, 100%. This should, should be continued. It should be continued to be investigated why it was banned. You know, this is what they said. Let, let's, where is it at? Let's scroll on down. The reason that they show you why they banned it. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Coinbase. So, so okay. When the feds decided to ban Tornado Cash in August of last year, it sent many in the crypto community up in arms. Totally agree. I was there. I saw that happen. You know, I never, I never used Tornado Cash, but I know what it is. It's always been there. And so when it was banned, the whole community, the whole crypto community was just furious right? Coinbase, the biggest digital asset exchange in the U.S., is funding a lawsuit against the Treasury Department for the move, claiming the ban is punishing people who did nothing wrong and results in people having less privacy and security. Authorities claim the app was being used by North Korean state-sponsored hacking group Lazarus Group as a go-to tool for obscuring stolen funds. Okay, I understand. Lazarus Group North Koreans, we can't ban the North Koreans. They're going to still use it. Banning American citizens from using it just because they want privacy makes no sense. Please explain that to me. That makes no sense. That's that's stupid. That's dumb, dumb, dumb. Anyways, the Fed, the Feds first said that over seven million dollars worth of dirty digital cash passed passed through Tornado since its creation in 2019. Blockchain data company Elliptic, however, later claimed in a report that only $1.5 billion of $7.6 billion that passed through the app was from illegal activity. Thank you, Elliptic. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I appreciate that. All right. Awesome. And by the way, I have to get credit to Matt DeSalvo for this article. It was a great article. I appreciate it. Next article written by ooh, Sujith Sum, uh, Sumraj. Kathy Wood's ARK Invest boosts Coinbase holdings by another $1.45 million? What? ARK Invest, the investment firm led by Kathy Wood, purchased another 33,756 shares in crypto exchange Coinbase, ticker COIN, on Tuesday, according to an investor email seen by Decrypt. The purchase is worth roughly $1.45 million based on Coin's price of $43.23 at press time with the shares allocated to ARK Innovations ETF, ARK-K Fund. Yesterday's purchase marks the firm's second over the last week. On January 5th, ARK added 172,256 shares of Coinbase and two of its funds, ARK W and ARK F. ARK's ARK W fund actively invest in internet-based products and services, cloud computing, artificial intelligence, e-commerce, and media innovation. In contrast, the ARK F fund focuses on fintech companies, which ARK has defined as having long-term growth potential. Since December 14, 2022, ARK has bought as many as 750,324 shares over 11 different trades. ARK holds nearly 8.596 million coin shares across its three funds, ARK-K, ARK-W, and ARK-F, representing 2.92% of the firm's total investment. 
Wow, Kathy Wood, you are the boss. That's awesome. She's not playing around, man. She's trying to make that money. Check her out with a smile. Ding. All right, next news. We have written by J- Jason Nelson. FTX Arena naming rights deal officially dead. The FTX Arena is no more. As the contagion from the collapse of the FTX continues to spread, a Florida judge stripped fallen cryptocurrency exchange FTX of its naming rights to the home of the Miami Heat on Wednesday. The news comes after a court hearing in the bankruptcy court of Delaware, where attorneys told the court that funds from Alameda Research funded the deal with Miami-Dade County. The county had already received approval to take down FTX signage after the exchange filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection last November. Today's ruling was made retroactive to December 31st, 2022. Today's order finalized the party's separation and now allows the owners of Miami Heat Arena to look for new bidders and partnerships on the building. Great. Great. Bravo. Bravo. Their, quote, their short-term goal, both by following their own motion and by becoming the recipients of the granting of this motion, is that it will no longer be the FTX arena, legal analyst David Weinstein told Local 10 News. They will have, of course, whatever remedies might be available under the contract to recover lost money. But given the nature of the way everything went down this with this, I think it's one of those situations where you cut ties, put it behind you, and move on to the future. Well said. Now, Weinstein added, Miami-Dade will have to decide what the county will do with the money already received by FTX in the deal or turn the money over to the bankruptcy court overseeing the FTX case. Hmm. That's interesting. What's going to happen there, huh? That becomes something for the court to look into how Miami-Dade up money whether or not they did their due diligence where just like every investor in this alleged ponzi scheme not they have a good basis to say we received said good luck i hope 100 percent your money deserve it screw ftx all right moving on to another ftx ugh, ugh. this one's written by stacy elliott FTX restructuring team has clawed back $5 billion in lost assets. Hmm, what's going on here? The FTX restructuring team has more than $5 cash, currency, and in securities. Adam Landis said on Wednesday, the assets recovered all include thousands and Landis, quote, charge relative to the total supply of our pos- positions cannot be sold without substantially affecting the market for the token. So, in other words, they have so much of it that if they try to dump it, they're not going to make any money off of it. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's an eerily, it's an eerily similar position to the ones that Alameda Research FTX's trading desk found itself in when it held billions dollars, billions worth of FTX's exchange token FTT on its books against billions in liabilities. That revelation in early November was the first domino to fall for the company. The resulting rush of withdrawals forced FTX to shut down its exchange and file for bankruptcy on November 11th. At the same time, FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried resigned as CEO. 
Landis said on Wednesday that FTX has also identified more than 9 million customers' accounts linked to roughly $120 billion associated transactions. He said that the team is currently undergoing a process to determine the value position on November 11th for every customer. At the start of the hearing, U.S. bankruptcy judge John Dorsey briefly mentioned in, in a letter he received from four U.S. senators calling it an inappropriate ex parte communication. It's unclear whether the judge named the senators in court as audio quality of the hearing's live stream was poor and unclear on Wednesday morning. And there we go. So it's going to continue on. This is going to be a very, very long process. Um, it sounds like uh, John J. Uh, yeah, John J. Ray III is doing his best. And um, <laughs> this is just the beginning. It's a disaster. And as, as time goes on, it's they're trying to put the pieces together. But this is not over by a long shot. This is just getting started. <laughs> so anybody that had F uh, FTX um, funds on FTX, don't expect anything anytime soon, at least for the next couple of years. No joke. All right. Moving on to the next news article written by uh, Elise Key. Elise? Elise Key. Gemini officially terminates crypto earn program amid DCG Genesis spat. Ooh. The Winklevoss twins Gemini had terminated its flagship earn program and the latest shot fired in its public spat with crypto lender Genesis. In an email sent to Gemini customer on Tuesday, seen by Decrypt, the company said it was wrapping up the, the scheme to force Genesis to pay back the $900 million it owes Gemini clients. Quote, We are writing to let you know that Gemini, acting as an agent on your behalf, has terminated the master loan agreement between you and Genesis Global Capital LLC, effective as of July 8th, 2023, the email said. The message went on to say that the action officially terminates EARN and requires Genesis to return all outstanding assets to the program. Decrypt has contacted Genesis' parent company, Digital Currency Group, DCG, and Gemini for comment. Genesis acted as the primary partner for Gemini's EARN service, which allows users to earn up to 8% interest on their crypto, but the platform halted withdrawals in November last year. Customers can now view their EARN balances as pending balances as Gemini scrambles to find a way to return assets to user. Quote, The return of your assets remain our highest priority, and we continue to operate with the utmost urgency, the email said. Ugh. Scrolling on down. There was a... Uh, oh, where'd it go? DCG, which also owns crypto investor Grayscale Capital, crypto app Luno, and media company Coindesk hit back at Winklevoss's letter, calling it a desperate and unconstructive publicity stunt designed to deflect blame from himself and Gemini, who are solely responsible for operating Gemini Earn. Oh, they are really black eyes with this, man. They're not messing around, man. This is all at war. Crypto is joke. Next news, written by Andrew S. McCall. Dutch Bitcoin exchange Bitbabo says DCG's payback and not acceptable. A new, oh, come on, man. DCG's DCG, man. Come on now. Come on now. Exchange Bitbabo said it had regroups proposal to repay 70 
Texas trading debt, arguing that it should be able to pay back the entirety of funds. Last month, Dutch exchange revealed it had 80 million euros, approximately $97 million, stuck with the parent company DCG funds. In its latest blog post, BitVavos, January 9th, DCG made a proposal to refund 70% of the outstanding amount in a period acceptable to the Dutch exchange. This is, this is so, this is, what, what are you thinking? Hey, thanks, thanks for the, 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 the millions, right? Thanks for the millions, but I can't just bring you back, but eh, why not make a scene, you know? You know? <laughs> That's, what? What? CG, man, come on. Get it together. For the exchange, not acceptable because DCG has funds available for full repayment. Isn't the Netherlands leading crypto exchange with a trading volume of $46 million in the past 24 hours in Gecko? Although, maintain the funds are its independent subsidiary, Genesis, not firm, now appears to be willing to find a solution with Bitbottom in active conversations with DCG to recover the resulting as soon as possible. Man, DCG starting to Seriously, there. Come on, man. It's people's money. Money. All right. Last news. The day we have. Written by Willardy. Court grants Voyager initial approval for one billion. Finance. Uh, all right. Default Voyager has been granted court approval to sell some of its ads.us in a proposed deal worth roughly one billion dollars. I gotta do that again. Worth roughly one billion dollars. U.S. bankruptcy judge Michael Wiles 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 in New York gave Voyager permission to enter into an asset purchase agreement with crypto exchange and to hold a vote among its creditors on the sale, as per the court filing. However, the deal will not be final until a court hearing is held on March second or shortly after. If the deal is executed, Voyager customers who have been unable to access their funds since July 2022 will get 51% of their capital back. Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. That's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. Voyager filed for bankruptcy in July due to the crypto winter and exposed an exposure to the now-collapsed Terra. Later, FTX won the bid to purchase the firm's remaining asset before FTX then slid into a, a high-profile bankruptcy of its own filing the exchanges. We know, we know that. Okay, so in December last year, Binance.us emerged as the ultimate winner of the, of the bid. That's horrible, man. So there you go. If you have funds on Voyager, expect to get a maximum of 51%. That's horrible, man. That's so horrible. Why? The SEC also quizzed Binance's ability to con con consummate a transaction of this magnitude and launched concerns regarding how the debt debtors intend to secure customers' assets. It's not just financial concerns potentially delaying the sale. The U.S. Committee on Foreign, Foreign Investments in the United States, CFIUS, a public entity that reviews and regulates foreign investments in the U.S., posted a list of questions about the deal in December, with the court filing reserving the right to block the deal if it presents enough potential danger to U.S. national security. Jesus. Voyager 
attorney Joshua Sussberg said in a separate filing, it was working to address any issues put forward by the CFIUS, claiming that if the CFIUS does block the Binance deal, this will result in a lower payout for Voyager users. Oh, that's exactly what they want. I guarantee you that's exactly what they want, man. They want their cut of the pie, man. That's what they want. You know, all the small folks, mm -mm, you ain't getting none. You ain't getting nothing, man. That's what I said. I said it earlier. You're going to get 51% max, maybe. It's horrible. This is this is garbage, man. Lesson learned, get your coins off exchanges, all right? Don't leave it on there. And as a matter of fact, I had a transaction with a uh, peer-to-peer transaction earlier today. This guy's selling N NFTs. He says, hey, can uh, can can you do uh, NFT peer-to-peer? Uh, -peer? Because I'm not going to put my crypto on an exchange. I just don't want to do it, man. He says, sure. So we did a peer-to-peer -peer transaction. That's how it should be. Reach out to people if you guys want to do peer-to-peer. -peer. That's how it should be. Don't be using exchanges, all right? All right, Cryptonauts, we are just about done. Actually, yeah, I guess we are done, right? Yeah. So with that said, we do have our episodes every Sunday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So check us out live on Twitch or hang out and just wait for the YouTube to come out. And, uh, of course, the podcast. We're on about, like, 15, 15 different uh, podcasting platforms, <clears throat> Anchor, Spotify, Apple, um, and a bunch more. CastBox, yeah, that's one I use. So, all right, Cryptonauts. Once again, the coin tree is uh, plugged in the description below. If you guys want to just tip us a little bit of sats, we don't mind. We would really, really appreciate that. But most importantly, we appreciate your comments, your likes, and your subscriptions, or your follows, anywhere on our social medias. <laughs> so with that said, Cryptonauts, until next time, stack sats and hodl. Adios.